Hello, everyone. Welcome again to Freedom International Live. Today, we are together again with Roy from Awakening Podcast, Jane in Powered Mind, and Grace from Quantum Nurse. And we have today a special guest. This is Professor Brian Adams from Edinburgh, Scotland. He grew up in the rural island, was inevitably embedded with the mysterious thoughts and actions of previous ancestors. And um, from him, the rural landscape constantly reminded him of other realms. And so he decided to study architecture. So he is also a professional in Feng Shui because he was taught by a grandmaster, a specialist in dowsing, and is uh, very aware of the situation of the earth in which is uh, right now, and also of the change of the society and the systems. And today we are going to talk about the light grids and other special, let's say, geomancy um, situations on this planet. And uh, Professor Ryan, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you, Art. Thank you, Grace. Uh, it's good to talk to everyone about this subject. Uh, if I can just say, we're living in a time, and apologies if my lights go dim, guys, if people are watching. I have this, sometimes this happens to me electronically or electrically, wherever I am, it can happen. But in this time for all of us, we can now see that the, I would call the elite have somehow manipulated all lives for so long. Well, let it be said, this has happened to a degree you have no idea. It's happened to you as a child in the church you went to, the hospital you went to, the standing stones you saw, that was all manipulated. But the, the churches, the power brokers, the kings, the queens, forbid anyone ever telling you you weren't allowed to know. Now, my master, my grandmaster, grandmaster Konwar Chan, is, comes from the Chan dynasty in China. Now, way back, his, his antecedents were always grandmasters to the emperor. They were never allowed to write their knowledge. They had to pass it verbally because the, 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 the emperor would never allow people to diminish his position. So if the emperor was going to have a war or a battle, he would go to the grandmaster and say, where shall we have the battle? He would tell them where to have it. Well, can I tell you, because I come from Ireland and Ray will understand this. In, I think it was 1690 in Ireland, an event happened. It was known as the Battle of the Boyne. And it was organized between two of the great houses of the world, the House of Orange and the House of Tudor. And they came together in a manipulated device, which is it makes me very angry, actually, because they think that we're all bloody stupid. Well, they came together to screw us all. And they, they, they pretended they had a battle. No archaeology has been found from that battle. No one was injured apart from, from James and William. Both had little bruises on their body, which followed an ancient Egyptian ritual. It was a ritual of Cyrus. And we've... History doesn't tell you that. One of my teachers at school who wrote a history book in Ireland didn't tell you. 
And I tell you guys, this is why I'm really passionate about this. I will tell you something else. I was at school in Dungannon in Ireland when I was about 14, 12. And our history teacher told us that in Ireland we have wonderful round towers. And he explained that the round towers were built to hold the holy vessels from the Vikings. And he went, really? Now, I then questioned the teacher and I said, excuse me, a couple of weeks ago, you told us about the dates of the Vikings. This contradicts what you told us today. And the teacher went crazy, got really angry with me, actually. And it finished up. The headmaster had to come in. And the headmaster told me to apologize to the teacher. And I said, no, I won't apologize. He's filling me full of nonsense. There are contradictions and I won't accept them. So I got taken out of school for two weeks and I was never allowed to study history after that because I knew that this man was wrong. And I said, someday I'll come back and I'll prove it. Well, now I can prove it. So that's the anger that was in me to say, let's get the truth out. As a young boy in Ireland, I'm some old guys in my village probably saw that I had some ability. And they said, they knew I was kind of listening to them. And they said, would you like us to teach you how to douse, to douse for water? I said, yeah. I said, we'll ask your mother. So they asked my mum. I said, okay. So they took me out and taught me how to douse. But they saw that I could douse better than they could. I didn't need the instrument. I could do it with my hands. And that got me on, a, on this journey. And then I went and my first university. Okay. Um, I will call him. <laughs> Let's see that we can get him back. And just for those that don't know what dousing is, it's basically like finding the water. Normally they do it with a stick. So they hold the stick out and then it points down where the, the water should be. So then they dig a well for that. So obviously he was just saying, Brian was saying that, you know, he could use his hands to do that. So it's, uh, Hartman's going to get him back. And uh, I don't know, do any of the ladies uh, know much about dousing? No, other than I'd love to be able to do it. <laughs> I think it's fascinating. I love that he found a contradiction in history too, as a child. I'm back now. So good. Okay. Sorry, guys. This happens to me quite often in life. The unexpected happens to the unexceptional. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry about that. We're okay. Now, where I was saying, I, I, I started to discover that when I walked in places that I felt things. My dad worked as a, an architect, and he, he did some work for government. Every couple of weeks or months, government would send him a list to say, please go and check out this area because a house is being built for these people and we're giving a grant, but we need you to verify it's real. And on one occasion, I went with him, a really isolated area, like miles from civilization. And the people said, they're going to build the house over there. And I went, no, pulled my father's leg and said, oh, trousers. Said, tell them they can't build there. And Dan said, shh. But the lady said, no, leave the child. Let him talk. Let him talk. And I said, there's people telling me you can't build there. And I said, what the hell is this? And the lady said, listen to him. 
said, you're not supposed to build there because there are people living there, there from the past. They were buried. And I was picking this up. Anyway, they didn't build the house there. They moved it about 20 meters away. But I, I became aware of this. And, uh, and where I lived, people started to realize that I could find water. And I was known, the river was the, the river Blackwater. And some people called me the Blackwater priest for a while. I went, what the hell? Anyway, I went to university and studied science. And I realized the scientific method is essential. Essential if you have to give proof, but you've got to get the real facts. But that didn't satisfy me. And I knew then that I had to. I was involved in politics in Ireland at the time. Uh, student politics, standing against authority. And I knew if I stay here, I'm going to finish up in jail or in a coffin because I, I'd seen terrible things happen. So I, I traveled. I was, I was told that I would travel over water, travel to Scotland. And when I came to this country, I just went, whoa, the energy. It's phenomenal. But the Scottish people don't realize it. They're sitting on the most glorious energy. So anyway, teaching, learning architecture. I was in first year in a lecture. I can remember it like yesterday. This is 51 years ago. And the lecturer mentioned, talked about the golden section. Now, I'd never done art at school. And I was in an art college because I could draw. And I went, the golden section. And that just was like a blade running down my back. At the end of that lecture, I went to the library and I got out a book, the golden section. And I started to realize within days, Fibonacci numbers, the golden section. And I went, oh, my God, I have no idea. What have I got myself into? I love it. I could see, understand, feel. I could sense it. Anyway, it's a long story. But essentially from that, I, I was a good student. I worked very hard. And I was in third year and I won a scholarship to study in France. And I wanted in the scholarship to study certain buildings that were built because of certain dimensions. But I also knew that I had to go to these buildings and that as part of it, I had to go to places like Chartres Cathedral. I knew I had I'd read about it. Peter Tompkins wrote a book that year called The Mystery of the Great Pyramid. Phenomenal book. He also wrote that same year, 1972, he wrote a book, The Secret Life of Plants. Oh, my God. And I was meditating in the stage. I knew what meditation was doing. I was opening up so much. Anyway, I finished up with my wife. We were traveling in France for a month. And we went into Chartres Cathedral. And my God, when I walked on the labyrinth on the floor of Chartres Cathedral, all I can describe it as I left my body. Jesus. And I said to Ray, we've got to go outside. We went outside the cathedral, came back in again. It happened again. And I thought, Jesus, I didn't know that the Knights Templars, I had no idea who they were, but they built it. So since then, Knights Templars, read them all, went to all their places, went to all their good buildings, been to all the good cathedrals, and every one of them, I went in, and it wasn't religion I was feeling. It was far more important. And I realized that the ancients and the church had located these buildings on hot spots. 
But what did that hotspot do? Well, that hotspot actually would elevate your soul and take you up. You would ascend. And you don't need a bloody priest. You don't need the church or money or communion. So, of course, the religion, the church didn't like that. They wanted the priest to be important. But you don't need them because they made the place so powerful. The geometry reinforced it. So from this, it just became fascinating for me. And I kept, and then eventually qualified, and I worked, I worked back in Ireland. And I always knew it's about where you are on this land. And I knew that the ancients somehow had worked this out. Well, it's a long story, but with a colleague who's now dead, he was a drummer, actually. He and I worked on this for years, and we came up with a mathematical discovery. And I, well, before that, in 1975, I was building models of the Great Pyramid, about three meter base, and testing people in it for brain waves, skin resistance, and biofeedback. That was early now in 1975, because I knew there was something going on that no bastard was telling me. Education wasn't telling me, the profession wasn't telling me, but I knew I had to find it out. Well, I found it out. And that, that signature from first doing the work in the Great Pyramid, took my colleague and I, and my colleague who's now dead, he had visited the pyramids many times, 11 times, I think. Well, it took him and I in a discovery of geometry, sacred geometry and mathematics. We have the key. We can work out a grid line. Well, first, you were never told when you were born that the earth is like an orange, except it's got 42 slices. Now go back to my namesake, Douglas Adams, who wrote The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. When he described the computer who was God, he named it 42. He explained why. But the, the, the earth is really an orange in 42 slices. And if you can know where those 42 are, you know where the next one is, you can divide the, between them by 42, both horizontally and vertically. You realize there is the most powerful, almost uh, circuit on this planet, which no one has told you about. Now, that's what we have uncovered in this, very mathematical. But that's not, that's not why I'm on a mission. My mission isn't to, uh, to discover, it's to say, it's been corrupted. It's been corrupted by royalty, power brokers, politicians of every party. I hate them. It's been corrupted by religion. All religions have corrupted it. They have never told you the truth. Well, it's my mission here to say no more corruption. So I now, and I'm giving you the big picture, my, my movement to take this from this very secret grid I have to move it towards what I've been told is the light grid. There is an offset. It's like a tartan. There's a thing in architecture called the tartan grid. Now, I'm in Scotland. Well, I'm saying I've created a tartan light grid, a slight shift. No one, I'm the only person on the planet that knows the dimensions of that shift. Not allowed to tell anyone. I have to imbibe it, but not write it. And that new grid, is not right now, it's closed, it's sealed, it's empowered with the spiritual power of gold, the spiritual power. So I'm on the way 
in the financial world to bring in, create access, billions to create this grid, that this grid will become the new internet. But it will be an internet without satellites, without masts, without cables, without any manipulations of man. It will be using the science of Nicholas Tesla and the acute knowledge of Luigi Rota, who most people don't know about. These people showed the ability that you can move energy through the earth. Well, I'm saying you can move it through the earth on the light grid without intervention by anything. But this new total global, eventual global internet will not have anything financial on it. It will have no pornography on it, no selling, no manipulation, no religion. It will be a very morally straight, non-divisive mechanism, which will be freely accessible to everyone. That's what it's all about. And it's taken, I've been on this now 40 years, and we're getting close to get the funding together to make it happen. I've got... Brilliant. Difficult. Uh, Professor, I would like to give you to Roy uh -huh. so that maybe I think he has also a lot of questions yeah. and uh, then he can, um, yeah, he, we are really excited to, to your answers. Thank you so much so far. Thanks. I suppose being Irish as well, you might talk about New Grange because I've seen uh -huh. that and I know that the light comes in one day of the year, but I, I've heard that the energy there is supposed to be very powerful as well. Incredible. Roy, New Grange is so important. What I would say, what we, my colleague and I, came to the conclusion, we had no option but to believe that probably back about 7,000, 5 to 7,000 BC, we're not sure of the dates, there was a catastrophic event on the Earth. Now, was it a device that landed in the Yucatan? I don't know. Was it something else that landed and really covered this part of Europe in ash and a lot of North America? And that only the young people from Ireland and Scotland could move out of this. They had to leave. They walked from Ireland, Newgrange was important, across to Scotland to their cousins. And they walked down to the south of England. They crossed where you could cross then over the the channel they were able to walk across the land bridge they crossed into france i can, i've traced them from france over time place with all the monuments down to iran that was the garden of eden now they stayed in iran they eventually came back and they formed egypt the pharaonic egypt they were known as the haikos of the shepherd kings they came back there but we can trace them all and they left their knowledge starting in Newgrange, starting in Mayshow in Scotland. And by the way, two other things. The way that, that blocks of construction, stone go together, can one can sit on top of another one. It's called a corbel. The corbeling in Newgrange, in, yeah, the corbeling in Newgrange in Ireland is the first corbeling on the planet. That got developed by their cousins at, at Maysow in Orkney. And together, both these people, groups, took it to 
the Great Pyramid hundreds of years later. The energy and the knowledge and the dimensions comes from Ireland, Scotland to the Great Pyramid. Now, a good friend of mine, still alive, wrote a book some years ago called Ireland, Land of the Pharaohs. My God. He showed that the real truth is in Ireland. We were all filled with nonsense. Like the, that big battle, I mentioned the Battle of the Boyne. No archaeology has ever been found. Not one bit of archaeology. It was a big con. We've all been conned. You've all been conned. You've been conned about, you know, maybe injections, whatever you call them, all this nonsense. We're still being conned. Well, I am not to be conned. I'm here to fight the bloody system. Whether it's politicians, whether it's royalty, whether it's big business, big pharma, we must come out with truth. And we must get that truth to our children, to our young ones, to enable them to be empowered, to say never again. But that's how important it is, Roy, for Ireland. So, so vital. Without Ireland and Scotland, this would never have happened. So there. I've, uh, <laughs> I've been looking at uh, Michael Tellinger. I'm not sure yeah. if you're familiar Brilliant. with his works. I know Michael. Brilliant. And Brilliant. I know that I don't know, is it in South Africa, but basically yeah, there's like stone circles and the yeah, energy yeah. is supposed to be all around them, traveling to each one yeah, and then going yeah. up as well. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know much about it, but you might tell me if you're familiar yeah. with what's going well, on there. I, absolutely. Michael Tellinger is a brilliant man. It's not just a brilliant in terms of observation. His intention is phenomenal. His intention with native people in South Africa. He has introduced a system of barter where the money is not needed, just the skill and help of people. He's a wonderful, wonderful man. Bantu, I think, is this? Uh, yes, and that's right, Bantu, yeah. I, everyone should read about Michael Tellinger. He's a stunning man. But what Michael knows about, and it, it's the many big big artifacts in, in Africa, very ancient. But of course, I grew up with those in Ireland, and so did you, Roy. The standing stones in Ireland, the stone circles, the round towers, they're all part of the same energy. And Scotland has got more than density-wise than any place in the world. They're all energy. Energy travels from them, to them, all around them. And we have never been allowed to look at this at a university level. There's been no research because the research would challenge the system. Well, let's pull the rug from under the whole system. Let's knock it down and build it again with truth, love and royalty and respect. Yeah, Michael Tallinger, brilliant. I've seen, because it was, I had a guest on, um, it was basically uh, Flatter Dave, and he has videos going out. And one of the videos was showing how all of the big cities were actually covered in meters yeah. maybe 10 meters but you could see yeah. like the designs were there with no people and it looks like the technology was a frequency that was given the free energy and then they just came along because they're all the buildings that they're controlling all these corrupt politicians yeah. and they put glass on it to stop it and there was something about the water as well that there was yeah. very clear water and they've covered that over so much of that is still evident when you look and you can see it you can see buildings that were clearly parts of cities, London, Dublin, Belfast, major cities. They were underground before. They rose out of it. They were covered in ash. Absolutely. We have been brought up with probably 
the greatest lies of humanity are the lies that we were told as young people. We were just full, full of crap. And we didn't have a chance to encourage or, or to challenge the system. But when you do, it's everywhere. It's all over Europe. If you go through and you look at the beautiful stone circles through Germany, Austria, even into Bulgaria, coming down through Turkey, well, they all have the same dimensions. They all carry the dimension, a specific measure known as the megalithic yard. Now, the megalithic yard is a specific dimension that you will find in all of these sites. And that was an old professor, Tom, from Glasgow University, who uncovered it. He took a lifetime to do it. And it's on sites in America as well. The native Indians in America had hinges, and they contained that measure. Now, that measure goes back to Fibonacci. It goes back to mathematics. Everything is about measure. What I've noticed is since I became aware of that, I'm living in Wuch in Poland, I could see the buildings that were actually used for that. Yeah. And I know that there was there was supposed to be a lot of uh, rivers in the city. They've covered them all over. And yeah. it's just, I think it's like anything. Once you become conscious of anything, you start spotting it the whole time. Like the corruption, you know, like the last two years, everybody's opened their eyes more and more. We never thought it could go so deep. But the minute you see, say, the satanic stuff, you spot it so easy. And I think it's just kind of similar with these buildings. Like, you're, no, anywhere I go, because I I love architecture, Yeah, I yeah. can see it straight away. And, and, of course, it's a church or it's a government building that has it. Well, just about an hour ago, I'm reading a bit of a thesis I'm helping a student with, and it's about an extension to Athens. And it's talking about an underground river under the west of Athens, miles in the center of the city. Same thing, exactly as you've said, Roy. It's been used in the past. By the way, Roy, I've got to tell you and make it public to everyone. Please, if you haven't heard of it, go in and check out the website of a group called Integrity Ireland. Because then you will access some books. And there's one called, uh, by the way, I'm dyslexic. I mix up things. Chaos, something. Chaos, uh, I don't know. Talk. Roy, your eyes will be folded over your head when you read about it. And it's so valid. It was only published a few months ago. Chaos, I don't know, Colin or something. I'm very bad in names, but Integrity Ireland. That's where you'll get the real truth. And it happens wherever you live, whatever country in the world, you will learn from the Irish example. It's, it's, we live in phenomenal times. Luckily now, we are getting, with communications, we're getting together, we're getting like souls. We couldn't have done this 10 years ago. We're getting like souls on every continent. And people want to be liberated with truth, honesty, and integrity. That's it. And we're going to be. No, definitely. Before I pass you on to Jane, I'm just curious because I'm like I, I love history as well, Irish history. And I came across, I forget the name of the guy, but I was reading about the Irish famine. And that apparently was a big lie as well, because they were telling us, you know, that it was like a potato blight, two million starved and two million emigrated. But like I heard, like he's writing and he's got all the records for it, that there was half the British army came in there. They burnt off the roofs yeah. and they basically... Yeah. Like they tried to wipe out the, the country, as well as the trees as well. I heard previous to that, they cut down all the trees in Ireland. So, he's after freezing there. So He's frozen. He 
hear us, Brian? Even if you're frozen, I guess not. Well, I'm sure he'll come back anyway. So. Well, he's covering a lot of interesting things, and it is really true, though, right? That it's like in the last two, three years, people have been really like um, just searching for more truth and realizing that everything, everything has been a lie, and that. But then everyone's coming together, and it's like we're little all from small people to educated people just coming in to study more, okay? Um, well, what I do is with the Irish history, I, I, I look at a lot of different books and I can see straight away, there's something not adding up here. And then you just dig deeper and deeper and you kind of, you can see a lot of the way the corruption is done. Because unfortunately, a lot of times, like obviously the victor creates the history books, but people just kind of, take for granted what is true or what's regurgitated and i just question everything now you know i did every single thing i go why do i have that belief system and like even now this is very interesting and i go away and research even further on it and what's also very important is for example it, only to give an understanding um the 11 churches um chartres rouen paris and several, several others, they were established from 1950 to 1150 in the same time. And the interesting thing, if you take these churches and you, uh, you draw lines between them, you have the astronomical sign of the Virgo. So this knowledge is very old and they could make real measurements with this knowledge, what he's talking about. Sorry, Brian is calling me. One moment, please. He's back. Ah, yeah. oh, he's back. Brilliant. You're Why muted there, Brian. You're muted. That better? No, much better. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry okay. about that. My internet went down totally. My computer came up and said, internet disconnected. So I had to go through. And, ah, it just happens. <laughs> it's called little spooky things happen. Okay, Jen, ask me a few questions then. Yeah, you know, I had uh, a guest that was an astrologer, and he specialized in looking at the lines on the earth, the ley lines, and where you were living and how they affected you. So I just wanted you to share more. And is there a way for us to tell if we're living, you know, in a positive area or, you know, just yeah. more for the layman that doesn't know so much as you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's quite a question, actually. Yes, it's a big question because from the mathematics of the grid, this grid, if you imagine it is worldwide and it's going east to west, north to south. Well, let's say east to west. We know under Chinese feng shui that an energy travels on that east to west on a sphere of positive to negative on a wave over a 360 day cycle each way so when you come to a position maybe a junction on the grid you got to know well where's the energy and the wave is it is it two of them coming together on a low which would be really bad or is one cancelling out another so that's on the big picture but when you get down to the detailed picture where people live there are many many things i have i've got a friend who's actually a doctor of medicine and he he qualified as a doctor of medicine in, in Edinburgh, but his parents were healers. 
And he realized, oh, God, I'm not a doctor, but I'm not healing. So he started to heal. And he now goes in his healing place. He'll go out to people's homes, houses, farms, ranches, and heal them. And it's about sometimes making good deliberations where the energies are bad. It's not energies have been set out to be bad, but they might have to intervene to make the energy better. Very complex. Now, there's no easy fix for this for anyone, but you could certainly go to some areas, some cities. There's areas in Scotland and in Ireland, maybe 20 mile wide areas that I would say, don't go there, don't live there because the chi, the energy is so bad. But other places, it's so good. And you'll know it wherever you live. There's areas where, and often the elite chose the wonderful places to live where the energy was good. They knew about it. Mm -hmm. So it's complicated, yeah. doable, but you have to douse. You have to get a local dowser to douse it. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you do? You use a dowser, and do you have an internal feeling? Oh, God, I, I, but, but I douse as well. I douse, actually, I douse, I have it. Just hold on, I'll, I'll just bring it over and show you what I douse with, because you'll never see this again. Hold on. Okay. I used to douse and, you know, use a pendulum, but then I didn't trust that my energy wasn't, you know, um, manipulating what, you know, the outcome. So. It depends when you douse for yourself, yeah. you have problems, but if you douse for someone else, then it's much better, much easier. Right. Yeah. 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 You have to be careful and you have to protect yourself when you douse. Basically what I've got, this is a, a that's like a spring in brass, very heavy, very pointed, and I can take the little needle out at the bottom, put it in there for carrying. But when I doze, I can doze incredibly accurately. I doze on maps all the time. Maps carry the energy. So I doze with that on maps and drawings. And But you have to be, well, number one, you must, when you doze, you must ask permission and you must protect. To do it otherwise is a very dangerous thing to do. So I'm very cautious about it. Mm. But I do it all the time. And I, I can and sometimes I've done things for people. I did one a couple of years ago for some guys on a big farm. And there was one area of the farm was not producing. And I discovered from a map, I didn't go to it, that the water under a part of this area was very sour. It wasn't moving. And I suggested what they do, that they run some water through it. And right enough, the productivity of the wheat came up the next year. That, there's lots of things like that, because we're, we're standing and living on a breathing organic organism, the planet. Mm -hmm. And it's got arteries and veins and capillaries. What I'm talking about is tapping into the arteries, tapping into the primary nerves, the capillaries, <coughs> the veins. That's that's what the whole thing is. It's a complex, multi-complex device. But the ancients knew this. In Ireland, the Chaldees knew this. The Knights Templars knew this. They didn't write about it, but they knew it. And they hid the knowledge everywhere. It's all about knowledge and respect. Yeah, it's interesting that, you know, we've been um, programmed into this state that we're in now 
Um, mm -hmm. But at the yeah. same time, there's this mass awakening to information that's oh, yeah. happening. So interesting. Incredible. Tell me more about this golden light, because I feel like mm -hmm. that is um, part of the awakening in each of us. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how can I best describe it? I think, I think at the moment... Awakening is a multi-headed complex. It's it's about place. The earth changes. So you start to get vibrational changes on the earth, which is part of the earth awakening. And that impacts on the people. And then it impacts on what's coming in from the celestial. And you have to think, well, what, what's the time of the month or the year? Like right now, two weeks ago, it was the summer equinox. Now, at summer equinox, you get incredible energies. And if you're sensitive, you'll feel them. But there's also an incredible energy coming next week, or is it Friday or something, on the 5th of July. In New in America this year, look out for the 5th of July. You will never forget it. That's all I will say. You will never forget it this year. And so it's about time, circumstances. And the 5th of July is a very interesting date. They chose that date because, and by the way, Samuel Adams, the second president of America, or Henry Adams was the second president, was I'm from that family. His son was John Quincy Adams. I come from that family, but I knew that they were both, they were, neither of them were Masons. And they, they stood to make a difference. And they did in America. Well, the father did. John Adams did very much so. And so I... I believe what they did, what they chose the times, like the 5th of July is a very special day, which, by the way, was my mother's birthday, the 5th of July, my late mother. It's, it's, the whole thing's fascinating. It's just wow, how it comes together. Now, any more questions, Jane? Yeah, I liked, I liked how you said, you know, there's stagnant energy that needs to be moved. It's just like we're, we're fractals of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. the universe of, of totally. and mother earth and yeah. humans are the same when we yeah, get yeah. sick, there's like a, a stagnancy of energy yeah. that needs to be moved. And yeah, yeah it's, it's just. Yeah. And, you're, and we are fractals. I agree totally with you. We are fractals, which means we're that microcosm, the re repetition of that object becomes the total the macrocosm. We're fractals. And actually, if you go and look at the, the earlier mosques in Islam and you look at the tiling in the mosques, that's, that is just beautiful example of great knowledge taking the fractal. Because they weren't allowed in Islam, you're not allowed to, be, to, to act as God, to make nature or draw people, things or whatever. So they made these patterns with objects. That was fractals. And we are. We're all part of that. In an amazing world, an amazing, uh, enlightening world. And the times we're going through at the moment will never be forgotten in a thousand years they'll be written about. Yeah. So in a nutshell, why do you think we've been cut off from this information? Oh, greed. The bastards that sit above us are so greedy. Like the power brokers, like look at Davos. You know, Davos, a couple of weeks ago, were writing the World Economic Forum. We're actually describing themselves at one meeting. We, the elite. Yeah, they've, they've always done that. But they didn't come out before. There wasn't television, radio, internet. 
but they've always done it. There's nothing new. They've always done it. But now we're able to find out and we're able to challenge quietly, work below the radar and challenge. But it's being challenged and down it will come. The swamp is being drained. There's no question. And that will take out the pharmaceutical companies. It will take out the medical profession as we know it. It will take out so much more. It will take out law. The legal profession as we know it will return to common law. That's so important. Then your rights are yours. <sighs> yeah. It's like they've thought of us as a herd of sheep or a herd of cows and <laughs> wanted to keep control in order to run things the way they wanted. But um, Well, when, it was Hillary Clinton called us the deplorables. Her yeah. words, the deplorables. Right? Yeah. yeah. And do you think there's like... I just, I just keep going back to why. Um, do you think they, like we have an access, a direct access to this light that they've been hiding from us in this energy. And yeah. there's a possibility that we're more, actually more powerful than they are. Oh yeah. Can I give one name? And it's a name from a chiropractor from America who was very successful, sold his practice when he was a young man, Bo Polney, B-O, his name is P-O-L-N-Y. Now, Bo Polney sold his practice and he knew that you had to understand why gold and silver were varying in price. So he sold his practice, made a lot of money, and he then started to, took a year off and went and trained in Hebrew in California in university. And he started to look at the, the Talmud and the Hebrew Bible and realize, look in Hebrew, get the meaning, not in English. And you start to realize, like he, he followed the story of Daniel. The story of Daniel in the Bible is just remarkable. It sets out times, dates, and if you know what you're looking for, it will tell you what's happening on the 5th of July this year. This year. It has predicted the rise and fall of blockchain, Bitcoin, etc., to within an accuracy of 93% he's been doing. It all comes from knowledge. Can you tell us a bit more about what's happening on the 5th? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think, well, the way I would put it, if you take the book of Daniel and you, and by the way, I'm not religious. I don't actually have a Bible, but I'm not religious, but I'm respecting. The book of Daniel told this incredibly complex story. And that story was that this world would get so corrupted, mainly America, 50 years ago, when that Roe, whatever court case was passed in America that made abortion available everywhere. That was literally the license to kill God's flock. And the God has said, I believe in God. God is just enough's enough. Now I will take it back. Now, what he will do on the 5th of, or the 5th of July, I, I don't know. We can never predict that. But there will be an event or events will happen that will make you go, Jesus, what was that? Will it be an earthquake? Will it be? It could be so many events. It could be multiple events. But it's coming. It is. It's absolutely. I've known about it for four years since I started to read about him. And I can see it coming. Every day it's getting closer. And even the prediction 
50 years ago, Nixon took the dollar off the of gold. And 50 years later, that, that act in, in the Supreme Court was dissipated. All predicted that had to happen. These are the changes that are happening. They're phenomenal. The public have no idea how big this is. This is the change. The, people think that things like the World War I was a big event and the Depression. That was chicken shit compared to what we're going through now. And and you you mean what we're going through now, as in the awakening that's happening versus the darkness that's also coinciding? It's the fight against the darkness. The this the spring off from that. The bonus in that is the awakening. The mm -hmm. awakening doesn't make it happen. Upstairs make it happen, but the awakening is the consequences that evolve from that happening, which I think is wonderful. It is. I, I can feel it daily. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere. And, and Brian, there's an official um, holiday on the 4th of July, mm -hmm. but you're saying the 5th? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm dyslexic, by the way. I mix things up. No, the 4th of July it is. No. Oh, I sorry thought maybe it was a slight, no. you know. No, no, uh, no, no. Yeah, okay. I just, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. No, yeah. I want to watch it for it. <laughs> I have to be very careful. I, I mix things up. My brain doesn't work in a normal manner. I mix up dates and yeah, ah. yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's good. July. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm gonna pass you to Grace, who might okay. have some comments on this golden okay, energy. Course. So <laughs> okay. Thank you okay. so much. So not so told you. my pleasure, my pleasure. Hi, Grace. Hey Brian. Let me just start by sharing um some questions or comments or requests from the audience you said if, if you could please if what do you know about or what do you know what do you feel about stargates oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> probably probably i know a lot more than i can say in a public realm but I, if i tell you if you truly understand what stargates are and have been and you truly understand what's happened in the last 30 years. We have had the war in Iraq. We've had difficulty with Iran. We've had things in, in Libya and Egypt. Now, I know, what the star, I know where the Stargates are, but I know that they're very pronounced. If I were to tell you that about two years ago, a group from France, very powerful military group, traveled to an area I won't say which country, but it's kind of North Africa, to, to go into a Stargate without approval. They all went. They vanished. You don't do that. They are very special mechanisms that were placed here by the ancients with off-planetary technology and challenges. But I am involved with something concerning, but I can't say more on a public ground. I would tell you one-to-one, -one, but not publicly. But there, don't discount what is being said. Well, we appreciate whatever you can share, okay? And for me, when, when I listen to someone and there's something that kind of triggers my curiosity, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. the time that I would really study more or search more on my own. And of course. Uh, so thank you for that, because in, in our conversation with my uh, 
you know, it's all in the other YouTubes as well and conversation yeah. groups. They do really say that the wars are never even about economic stuff, but more on Absolutely. the control of the Stargates and yeah. what the Stargates mean, as Jane mentioned earlier, that yeah. we just forgot how powerful we really are. So then there's another question, uh, comment here said, mm -hmm. um, there is a chatter, and I heard about this in Clubhouse also, a conversation from a NASA scientist sharing that there's something major event that's going to happen between July and August. Now mm -hmm. this year, current, mm -hmm. would, can you feel, do you have any feeling on that? And this NASA scientist, if I remember the conversation is that, this nice scientist is saying that there's something up, up in the atmosphere that they can see, but they cannot really define what it is. And then when I we had a conversation, I said we a small conversation of us with other people just like you who are so in touch with what's going on in around. She said, "Yeah, there is something." So how about you? Can you? Is there? Uh, well, I will just repeat the words. Yeah, there is something. There's something very complicated, very, I'm not frightened, but it's very shocking that it's coming, heading towards around us, involving all of us collectively, definitely. And I think the timing is very interesting. There are events going on that are simply breathtaking, beyond breathtaking. Yeah, I, I, I feel it. I know that. I know it. But and, I don't. Are you saying those are events not in net earth, not here, but like outside earth? Well, the outside, the consequences will happen here, but the events are happening at another dimension. Now, can I just tell you, I, I also listened to short videos from a lady called Megan Rose. Megan is a young lady in Florida. She was a nurse, actually. And Megan was abducted twice as a baby, as a child. And she is so connected to the kind of energies and beings at another level off planet. But we're looking in my foundation, we have a meditation every week. We're looking closely at what Megan is engaged with. And it's so right, so truthful, so beautiful. And she's talking about things like that. There are events out with our perception. Because remember, what we see is based on what we were taught, what we believe, but really what's going on can be quite different. Very complex. And and there was a question earlier also from the same person. They said, what do you feel about the aliens? But I and are beings from other universes. But it seems like if you want to speak more, but in, in mm -hmm. my hearing you, you acknowledge that they do exist. Absolutely, absolutely. Without question, without question, and I think that, I think that uh, the power, the authorities of power, or the power of authority, they have known that and they've kept it hidden for so long. Just yesterday, I listened to a podcast. I was going down to the university and I walked down and I listened to a podcast about an event that happened at a U.S. station base in Britain about twenty years ago, and it's fascinating, and it was about devices landing and beings being seen all brushed under the carpet yeah i, I absolutely i've no 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 doubts at all 
And, okay. and lately, Brian, there's also hearings in the Senate about mm -hmm. disclosure meetings in the U.S. Congress. So my yeah. question is, why is it happening now? Well, <laughs> well, well, before I answer that question, why is it happening now? I would say, tell everyone, don't take seriously what you hear in any Senate, from any political body, in any country in the world, because they're all full of it. To be a politician, you have to be driven by ego. And ego is how a dyslexic person spells greed. There isn't one politician in your country, your country, yours, 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 in the world that has integrity and honesty. Because if they had, they wouldn't be a politician. So discount all the politicians. But why is it happening now? Well, it's happening now because the truth that has been hidden is now coming out over time. Communications are now, compared to when I was a child, Roy will be aware of it in Ireland when you were a child. Communications now are so incredible. Communications has given us lateral connections. Before it was vertical connections only. So it's about communications have opened up knowledge, sharing of knowledge, consciousness has expanded. That's why. And um, earlier you mentioned about the, uh, the, the directions, east, west. Are you aware about the pole shift and oh. also the inversion of the earth? So I guess what I'm yes. also, I have a practice of quantum reflex analysis. And of course, mm -hmm. in, in a lot of indigenous practices, you really do kind of encourage to observe the east, west, north, south. But then I realized that if there's such a pole shift, mm -hmm. some of these directions may not even matter because truly we're, as you mentioned, where it's all been like distortion. So as if we don't change, we don't grow if we just get stuck with what they've been teaching us to do. So, um, and in when you do the dowsing, the dowsing in the dowsing, that can, if I understand it correctly, because um, the indigenous farmers, right, they use dowsing a lot in yeah. on when, where to plant. Yeah on this pole shift and this direction, that could be that could affect as well, correct? Yes, it could. Now, give me a second. I'm going to pull over, just walk over and pick up a little model and show you. Just hold on one second, please. Yeah, so I think this, so that's like a, been my question and other people, because you know when you said you have to face ease, you have to face is when you're sleep, or, or you have to you have faced is when you're praying and you have to face again put your head on the north when you're sleeping yeah, guys but then I'm even sorry. if you do that it seems like not working <laughs> sorry is that work can you hear me yes okay about 15 years ago one night i i hope this you'll see this see this little diagram here i was doodling and that's the original doodling the doodle was two circles with the number 42 and the golden section. And from that, I have created this device. Now, this is this is a printed with a plastic a 3D printer. And you can see it's got little square rectangles at the golden section and red lines. This device is north, south, east and west. It's so powerful. The energy, if you put it under a table, you put your hand over it, you'll feel it. 
It's amazing. Now that we call the four L's. And that four L's is very important to everything I'm doing. But it shows you this will work whether the pole goes doing, doing, or doing. It will still work. The behavior of the planets will still be amazing. Whether, But there will be a pole shift, and it did happen in the past. There was a pole reversal. Now, that could be catastrophic for many things, and I think it would be, but I, I think it's, it's on the cards. We don't know when, but it's on its way, so we've got to think about it, yeah. Yeah, from other perspective, um, Brian, they said it's still, it's still shifted and it's still yeah. inverted. And that could also be why we sometimes have a lot of this fogginess, all confusion, yeah. because we, if people just be aware that we are, we are affected by anything and everything. And how about, oh, and then you did mention about um, the, pyramid you know that what do you know and also you people go travel and for mm -hmm. they go to to mecca and what do you know about what's happening in that area well i think that i am aware in the whole area of the middle east there are profound changes but the changes are in a cycle which is not, it's on not just a 360 day, but a 360 year cycle. And if you imagine over time, we're in a cycle of high and low, and we're on a bigger cycle. And the Middle East is going through that at the moment. But there have been artificial interventions in the Middle East, particularly the Stargates and the Iraq war and what's going on in Iran, what's been going on in Iran for a while, and Egypt. Yeah, there have been many interventions and and there's a lot of external influence on Israel, huge political external influences. So it's hard to know what truth is and where truth is moving. But uh, for sure, big changes in the Middle East, but they ain't seen anything yet. It's all coming. And it will be coming within our lifetimes, certainly. Pretty soon, actually. But I think... Yes. I would like always, I'd like to finish with a positive note to say when we view, I, I would ask you all to go in and look at the, the website or just put, put in his name, Bo, that's capital B O, Polney, P O L N Y, Bo Polney. Bo shows graphs over time. He's an analyst of time and he shows we're about to go to the golden age. Now it'll be maybe a couple of years before we're there. Wow, that's when everything just goes. All the darkness goes away, dissipates. And everything, like the pharmaceutical business world, just go down the tubes. But real natural healing from God will come out. That's the wonderful bit. I, I just think we're, we're heading towards the most exciting times ever in the history of the world. Ever, ever. And that's it. I'm optimistic in every cell of my body. Yeah, I, I, we too. No, even if we discuss many things that were been hidden from us, that we wish it wasn't hidden, yeah. and the, all the other things. But in general, we really become optimistic. We well, just absolutely. want to keep doing what we're doing because yeah. we believe that when we're doing something positive like this, we yeah. can interrupt 
all negative flow. Yeah. Of course. So, are, are you familiar with uh, base 12 mathematics? And in that, <laughs> because then in that base 12 mathematics, it, it says that the Fibonacci is a finite mathematics finite in a way that that keeps us going to in a cycle and that keeps us quarantined and keeps us really be enslaved forever and ever mm -hmm. and and then it also ties with a quantum morphogenetic science if you've heard mm -hmm. anything about it please well, share. i've heard i've heard a little bit about it i don't really understand it i, st I stay away from serious maths but what i would say if you take a, a baby, if you look at a, a newborn baby and you look at their hand, and if you take the little finger of that baby and you do a measurement from the finger to the first joint, to the next joint, to that joint, you're discovering the Fibonacci number is imbibed within. If you take the cellular nature of any human cell, the Fibonacci number is imbibed within. It could well be, some might say, the Fibonacci number is part of a control system. Well, actually, it's the control system that I'd be happy to be in because it's the control system from above, the good stuff. So I have no problems with it. And I can see it in the hand of a baby. Just, just look at the hand of, a, of a, a little infant. They're amazing. The size of the nail. You take the, the nail width to that dimension and how it comes up with you know, 1.618, whatever. It's just amazing. It's remarkable. And that's why I've got that number in there. It's so important. It's everything. Yeah. And can I say, a friend of mine. Interesting. Interesting. All this knowledge that we've been taught. And yeah, and then new, new knowledge that is being shared. And it's really up to us individually to do your work, do your due diligence, because if there's so many distortions, then it can it is happening everywhere. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and I but 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 I love that you kept emphasizing the word respect because yes, oh, yeah. we yeah. don't have to agree in one thing, but yeah. just that respect is so yeah. important because, like as Brian mentioned about you know counting the baby fingers and many yeah. many signs around nature seem to support the fibonacci but there's yeah. also other historical things that support oh, yeah. these 12 yeah. that are also not there but again yeah. let's all do our due diligence and since brian like mm -hmm. brian and like your friend and other the people who have that experience with the alien it, 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 we there's just some people who are like uh, have that DNA activated that are in touch, mm -hmm. and that hopefully you we could be in touch to the source, the not the not the distorted source. Absolutely. <laughs> no, if I could just jump in, Grace, this little disc is a disc of aluminium. It's got nothing on it. It's simple. Now about uh, twelve years ago, a good friend of mine who's died now, unfortunately, a doctor in medicine who hadn't given out pharmaceuticals for over 20 years, and he used to teach in the medical school, he realized he had to heal, not to give, to prescribe. So he came to me and said, look, I, I, I know we can do this. We went to a mutual friend, a former world rally champion, very, very powerful individual, in terms of number and spiritually. 
they came to us and they said, okay, Robert was the other friend. He would deal with the energy. I was to deal with the geometry. And Roger, our doctor friend, was to deal with the healing. So I came up with, with diagrams of sacred geometry, got them printed out on a on a, 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 a computer device that cut them out properly. And we eventually took them down and made them vanish into this. And we repeated this. 42 millimeters across, number 42 again. That is all. If I had a bit of toothache, I'll just hold that. Toothache goes away. My wife, Ray's got, and she inherited arthritis in her joints. Or her joints are a bit swollen. I say, Ray, get the disc. She'll sit and hold the disc. It goes away. It's amazing. I carry it with me at all times. That's in my right pocket. And in my left pocket at all times is what's called Fred. Now, my grandmaster gave Fred to me many years ago. He's brown jade. Beautiful. With a ring that's red. It's got silver and gold on it. The two metals. If I went out of the house without Fred, Ray would phone me and said, you left Fred, come back and get him. Protection. It's, it's so important. I just feel it. I know it. I live it. It's, it's, we live in an amazing planet at an amazing time. And the fact that we're in different countries, we're talking now like friends in a pub in Ireland. Jesus, it's amazing. That's what it's about. But don't be afraid to tell the truth. Respect everything that breathes, but tell the truth about the bad bastards because they're all political. <laughs> Sorry, I'm no friend of politicians. I despise them. I think they're all driven by ego, which is just greed. And they're trying to manipulate us. But they won't because upstairs won't let them. The guys upstairs, thats and I mean the good guys and ladies upstairs, they control everything. And by the way, I don't go to a church. I'm not interested in churches. I'm interested in the buildings. But the guys upstairs, that's it. And my wife, Ray, and I, we have two sons and four granddaughters. And we brought our sons up. Uh, they were born when we were living in Ireland. We brought them up very open in language because I'm pretty Irish about language. And, uh, and we told them good and bad in the Ten Commandments. We never took them to church. We asked them to be left out of the church when there's communion crap like that going on. Didn't take them. But it's about, are they good people? Have they a moral heart? Do they bring their little ones up that level? And now we've got Paddy and Lon has got little twins, and they're about, the twin girls are five, five, I, I think, and Olive's eight, and they're just marvellous. And then we have uh, Molly in here, and she's 10, and just really good standards. Knowing right from wrong and being happy and keen, that's what it's about. Respect. So what do you think, Brian, is going to happen with the different religions when the aliens are officially revealed? I think a lot of the religions will vanish, actually. They'll, they'll go down the tubes. They'll just go away. And I think people, those that have can think, will go, what the hell was that all about? Why was I going that way? They'll just start to waking up again. It's going to shock a lot of people. You know, I've got friends, I've got a couple of friends that are 
Islamic and Muslim from really wonderful people. And one of them, Islam has been part of his family for 500 years. And he's incredible about these. We have great conversations. But Islam and Christianity, they're just talking the same language. It's the same stuff. Just the, the story is told slightly different. But he knows that, that, that everything's up for a shock. But you can't lose the, the you can't lose sight of the principles, and respect is one of those principles, really important principle. Respect and be outspoken. Respect yourself to tell the truth, and just be outspoken. Uh, always call a turd a turd. That's the way I was brought up. Tell the truth, and if people don't like it, tough shit on them. Tell the truth. I'm not polite with language. <laughs> But I always tell it as it is. Sometimes when I was teaching in university, I because I, I used to do a lot of teaching to new students, and I'd stand in front of a first year and say, guys, I, I think I've got Tourette syndrome, because I might be in the middle of a sentence. I go, fuck it. And I'm just the way I am. But never against someone is to always reinforce a point. That's what it's about. But are we looking forward to happy times? Absolutely. Where we're just about to go collectively is amazing. And you know it, Jane. I can see when I talk like that, you respond. I can see it. You all do. We're about to go to incredible times. And our eyes are going to be open. Health, everything is going to improve. I love the message. Yeah, yeah, because, but we have to do our part. That's the thing. We can just oh, yes, be passive yeah. in some passive and just keep receiving without yeah. our effort. That's the thing. You see, Absolutely. even a James dog, uh, <laughs> lovely dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, can you speak more on how? Because earlier, I know Roy was asking. How do we protect ourselves? And then you showed us yeah. some um, sacred, maybe you call it geometry, and I call it yeah. geomancy. How does yeah. that really work? Because, yeah, well, it, I grew up in the Philippines. You know, Philippines are very indigenous in practices, and yeah. we do have a lot of, we call yeah. amulets or anting yeah. anting. And yeah. so when I connect that to the current terms, I says, wow. Those indigenous people know many things about sacred geomancy. So mm -hmm. can you explain? Absolutely. That? Well, first, I would say there is even the word geomancy. I go back to the base. There is sacred geometry. Now, sacred geometry should properly be called secret geometry because it was kept secret. And then it was viewed as sacred because it was secret. But secret, sacred geometry is the essence of understanding a lot of this. And geomancy is the application of taking knowledge from the sacred geometry. Now, some of this knowledge may come from the religions or it may come from the tribal essence and knowledge. That's fine. But geomancy is the application of that, walking with the geometry. That's what geomancy is, walking with the geometry. And, and walking and receiving and helping it can change so many lives so many lives 
I have I have my last comment before I passed mm -hmm. on to Hartmut. Since you mentioned about geomancy, geometry, and you mentioned 42 earlier. Yeah. So in the Merkaba, uh -huh. the finite Merkaba, and yeah. you also mentioned about putting yourself in that sacred geometry, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. I still call geomancy. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine myself in the middle of a Merkaba. But mm -hmm. this Merkaba spins, not the finite spin of 55, mm -hmm. okay? But mm -hmm. it's in a different spin. Mm -hmm. And so, and uh, as protection, mm -hmm. you do your protection. I do my protection and mm -hmm. everyone I'm sure has their own way of protection. Like mm -hmm. Hartmut says in a prayer, but again, what kind of prayer? Who, mm -hmm. What does prayer really mean? Who are you praying to? Which becomes mm -hmm. so common. So when I spin, I spin 33 and one third. Mm -hmm. I spin that clockwise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the other spin is counterclockwise of 11 and two thirds. Mm -hmm. And that's how I spin. And mm -hmm. in my imagination, I that helps my dna and you talk about language and hebrew language which is language is really powerful and mm -hmm. if we dig more that goes into the fire letters mm -hmm. of yeah. our dna so yeah. that's my imagination so that's yeah. my way of protecting is doing yeah. these simple spins yeah. but on the right number because yeah. if i do if i am not aware of math that will uh, 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 distorted math, then it will keep me from not doing my incension, which I believe before that Egypt was part of where people go for ascension, but that doesn't work right now. So thank you so much, Brian. If you have any opinion about the Merkaba, please do share for the last yeah. time. Well, the Merkaba, I've read so much about it and and it intrigues me but i choose my path has always been not to get in at that level i don't discount it at all i respect it but i know that i have been directed to the level of 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 fibonacci and the golden section which is for me saying how do i do protection then because of that actually i connect upstairs and i i know the the beings that i connect to I connect to spiritual beings too. And when I do that connection, you feel it. When I do one, you feel it in your heart, you feel it in all over your body. When I know I've got the right connection, then I put, the, I ask for the protection. But when I'm asking for the protection, I'm doing it like this, front left, front right, back right, back left, to the four quadrants. And it just sits and moves, goes on all day. And, and you feel the protection then, but, but it's different for everyone. And the Merkaba, I think, is a very powerful device, very powerful protection. And I think as well, going back to your base maths, it's not something that I know about. But my father, when I was a child, my father used to do, he, he did a lot of calculations in his work. And he did a lot of it using duodecimals to the place of 12. And you go, why? I didn't realize why he was doing it. Now I know it. 
And he was doing that as part of his normal life, working out complex levels, geodesmans. And that was just, was part of his being. Well, yeah. Oh my God, we live in such an amazing time. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Brian, okay, for, for being here. Wow. No, I've enjoyed it today. It's a... Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, I think we all did. And uh, it was a real pleasure having you on our show. Not um, at all. Is there anything what you want to tell the, our audience where they shall, what they shall read or where they shall take a look at it at the moment? Yeah, there are a couple of books I'm going to advise people to get. And there was a guy, a South African man who lived in Ireland for years. And his name was Lyle Watson. And in 1975, Lyle Watson wrote, he wrote 20 books in his life. But the first one that he wrote was called Supernature. Supernature 1, Supernature 2. If anyone hasn't read it, please get a copy of Supernature. You'll get it when, it's out of print now, probably, I'm sure. But Supernature 1 and 2, for me, was opening up a door that changed my life. Lyle Watson was stunning bright man, a zoologist and a doctor of medicine. And he knew, he wrote so many wonderful books, but Supernature 1, Supernature 2. Peter Tompkins wrote The Secret Life of Plants and the History of the Secrets of the Great Pyramid. And then someone else that I knew actually, who was a, a Scottish minister, the Reverend Gordon Strachan, and he wrote a book on the mysteries of Chartres Cathedral. Small book, fantastic. An amazing book, a book that opens you up and takes you to other levels of existence and knowledge. So much of this you have to read, you have to get into. I've spent years reading this stuff and I love it. Every day is better than the previous day because of what you know and where you're going. Always, Brilliant. always respect the journey you're on. Brilliant. Wow. Thank you so much, uh, Brian. Okay. And so no, audience, um, if you have any questions you want to ask Brian, please send the message to, to Grace. Yeah. She will pass it to, to yeah. Brian. Yeah. And, and I, uh, I would reply to anyone, everyone. Love to. Thank you so much, and yeah, and, and if you enjoyed it, if you enjoyed this uh, yeah. um, um, podcast, um, please share it with our, with your friends. Yeah. yeah, I think this is. Uh, I think uh, Brian, this was only a start because what we are yeah. we talked a lot about many things. Yeah. But I know we we discussed several things, and uh, this was only scratching the yeah. surface. Absolutely. Oh, there's there are whole the whole libraries of information we could bring in about so many yeah. aspects from healing to nature to food to energy to politics to finance to blockchain oh my god gold 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 alone the mysteries of gold and what's going on with gold i'll, I'll do that i'll do another one i when the time's right i'll do another one with about gold but it wouldn't shouldn't happen for another couple of months yet. Yeah. 
We love that. Brilliant. We love that you can do another one and maybe more. Oh, okay? Absolutely. Oh, I've got so many subjects I could bring in and go into in depth because it's 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 a powerful, powerful passion. It's a life's passion, actually. Brilliant. So okay. Thank you, Grace. Was a pleasure. Thank you, Art. Thank you, Roy. Thank you, Jane. I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed interacting. And if you have any questions, just come back and email me. And if I don't know, I'll make something up and get it out to you. <laughs> and if the viewers say thank you also to you, okay. all the way from the Philippines. Wonderful. My pleasure. Tell everyone, keep going, keep optimistic, and know that we are going to win. We're not the deplorables. Those that have kept us down are the deplorables. Okay.